Calabrese here on Dallas Divorce Talk with you. And this is the second part of our topic, the stay-at-home parent penalty. So to kind of recap where we are, the facts are that there are more women in men, than men seeking bachelor's decrees in the United States at this point in time. Women are in the workforce, uh, and there's no turning back as far as that goes. There are plenty of families that have two parents that are working mm -hmm. and raising the kids, and you know all of that is good. But what we need to understand and make sure everybody understands is the reality that underlies some of the family choices that are made right, right by parents right. and especially in texas we have a lot of stay-at-home moms here and i think it's because there's just a lot of money here and so right. they can afford to stay at home and at least you know in our neck of the woods where we practice in the highland park university park you know dallas area and you know i don't think women understand the risks they're taking well, I personally remember when I started having children um, 75 years ago, <laughs> and I could not imagine what it was going to be like on the other side of that. I mean, mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine when you know my son was going to be two, let alone right. to think about how things might be on the other side of being the parent, right? right when your right. kids don't need you for everything anymore. Um, and so I know that there's that feeling, and then there's also the feeling that people don't they don't want to think about what may happen if the marriage fails, right? right it's no, right. like getting a prenup is not that fun. Right. And so I think, you know, human nature is to be optimistic and think, Definitely. you know, it's- Nobody it, thinks it'll happen to them. No, they don't, they don't. And what we are here to tell you is that we appreciate your optimism, <laughs> but you need to get a grip because this is really ugly and it is impacting a huge number of young women and their children. So and this is about what we're talking about is from the first episode or the companion episode is just this change in the tax law in 2018. It's probably worth mentioning that again. Right, sure. No, I agree. Somebody's just Let me coming do that. in on this episode. If yeah. you're a rebel and you've just turned on the second episode <laughs> of the stay at home parent penalty without watching the first, <laughs> I salute you for that as well. I like out of the box thinking. <laughs> uh, what we're talking about today is the fact that January 1st, 2019, there will no longer be a tax deduction available for alimony payments after divorce. And there are many who are very, very worried about the fallout from this change in a 75-year-old law. Yeah, and let me just say that if you had your alimony court-ordered or agreed to before January 1st, 2019, you are not affected. So I don't want right. to have people panicked that right. they are no exactly. longer going to get it's those for deductions. Decrees yeah. that are entered starting January 1st, 2019. In the entire country. But, you know, the, the thing that Carla and I really want to do and what is sort of behind Dallas Divorce Talk in the first place is that 
we want people to understand what the law is and what the circumstances are because it affects so many of us and the you know women are smart women you know are getting out there in the workforce and making change and doing huge big things and we applaud them and that is amazing and another amazing choice is to stay home and raise your kids and yeah, really a, yeah. you know 20 years ago it seemed like that was you know the family values and that's all anybody could talk about right there was really i think a, a resurgence of respect for the decision to stay home and raise your kids as there should be as there should be yeah so um, don't, no it is don't a thousand times harder than any <laughs> believe me because I, I did it for five years and that was you know i was playing tennis and it might have looked like i was happy but <laughs> it is so much easier to go to work um but you know the, the fact of the matter is but it's it a, takes it's a an, while to raise kids right yeah, and it's an individual decision decision to individual choice and I've always had a lot of respect for women who stay home. I well, mean, exactly. Tremendous amount of respect for women who stay home. And we do not have respect for women who do not respect other women, no matter what their choice is. <laughs> so <laughs> we're talking to you. Do not be ragging on women for their choices. But the fact is, if you're going to stay home and raise your kids, a lot of times that's going to take women from their 20s to their 40s and beyond. Or 30s to 50s and 60s. I mean, it's right. depending on how many kids exactly. you have. And if the thing you, that we need you to stop for a moment and consider is that if you spend that 20 years plus at home and you are not developing resume items, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Marketable skills, skills in right. today's changing world, then you're going to be facing a harsh reality. And if you're 50 or 60, you're not going to have enough time no. to earn retirement, no. right, mm -hmm. and save up and all that. So this is something that young women have got to take their head out of the sand and think about from day one, I think, as young women, that it is a choice and it requires planning. Um, you know, because it, even women that still work, I mean, in my experience, I will say that I... I married someone I met in law school, so right. we both were in the same business. But once we had kids, not because he made me, even though I was a lot better at everything than he was, but, <laughs> um, but I sort of, it was just easy to have him deal with the finances. Right, and making the money. I was, yeah, yeah, I was the room. I mean, I still was working for a good long time. Yeah. A long time. But I was kind of... Um, you know, CEO on what was going on with our kids, and right. he was kind of CEO on the right. financial part right. of things. Um, and, and, and even I think that some of the research research has showed, even when you have two income couples, the wife's career takes a back seat. And exactly. so, you know, even if they continue to work, it's it's part time or flex time, or you know, they go from a big time job to a much you know less you know right. I think earning it's, capacity absolutely. job. It is That's very hard normal. to have two, it is very hard to have two parents in right. that kind of, you yeah, know, cutthroat, high stress, you know, high stress right, travel exactly. yeah. kind of profession. Right. People right. do it and they pull it off, but it's, it's not easy. It's yeah, the it's exception, not, not so the rule. So I think it's actually for kids, we, you know, it's better for somebody to cut back. It's better for one parent to either not work at all or get a more flexible type of job, which of course, if you get that flexibility, then you get paid less. That's exactly. just the way it goes. Right. Um, but then to have this risk that you have that by doing so, even though it's for the benefit of your children, your family, um, is that you are risking that there's not going to be either enough for you there or that this 
issue we're talking about today, which we're just trying to get, we felt so strongly about it that we dedicated two episodes to right. it, and, and so is to here, say this alimony yes. is no longer deductible and so, under and, and the, and new, the new um you know, regime, the new right, this new yeah, tax law. New so tax law. I'm going to, Carla and I were sitting here during the break thinking, you know, what? what is the solution? What can we do? Because now they've just changed the law. I mean, we probably are not going to be successful calling them and asking them to redo, yeah. right? Um, but other than getting the word out, which I think is so important, um, my objective here is to do what I like to call scaring you straight. <laughs> So I'm going to read uh, from an article that was published in The Atlantic called The Divorce Gap. And it says, there's a common perception that women siphon off the wealth of their exes and go on to live in comfort. That is wrong. The date of this article is April 28, 2016 by Darlena Kunha. And she tells this story. A 38-year-old woman had a well-paying job, immaculate credit, substantial savings, and a happy marriage. When her first daughter was born, she and her husband decided she would quit her job in publishing to stay home with a baby. She loved being a mother and a homemaker, and when another daughter came, she gave up the idea of going back to work. That's like 95% of the stay-at-home mom stories in the last 20 years of my, right. of my career. No, nine out of 10 had a job and a career trajectory, but chose to put right. the family first. Seven years later, her husband told her to leave their house and filed for a divorce she could not afford. He said he was tired of my medical issues and unwilling to work on things, she said, citing her severe rheumatoid arthritis and OCD. I can relate to that. <laughs> he kicked me out of my own house with no job, no home, and then my only recourse was to lawyer up. I am paying them on credit. She's far from alone. Despite the common perception that women make up better than men in divorce, women who worked before, during, or after their marriages see a 20% decline in income when the marriages end, where the men see their incomes rise more than 30% post-divorce. The poverty rate for separated women is 27%. That is three times the poverty rate for separated men. So... Yeah, so the moral of the story, right, is what because well i think the moral of the story is that really you know i i said earlier someone had talked about the change in the alimony deduction as as part of the war on women it's the war on moms yeah this is a war on moms yeah because these differences are it's impossible not to see right that it's the stay-at-home mom is the one who stops working right whose earning capacity just dead halt Right. right, because more of them do, but it's de it's really it's it's also stay at home parent, which is why it we, is stay at home parent. Yeah, we definitely. Call but I want to say because yeah. we said this last time that the reason that I am um, very comfortable with using the sexist term mom and wife here is because right now the research is ninety eight percent of former spouses receiving alimony are women and mothers. We know that is definitely going to change. There are, st I mean, I one of our dearest friends is, oh, I think I just hugged the mic. I'm sorry I didn't mess anything up over there, Kevin. Um, is, you know, some of our best friends have a stay-at-home dad who is so chill and fabulous. If only my children could have had him, not my husband, he would <laughs> not have been stay-at-home chill. But men are more and more, I'm sure, going to make this same choice right right on who's got kind of the bigger job right and who wants to do yeah, and what. i've actually seen same-sex couples as well mm -hmm. where you have a stay-at-home parent stay-at-home dad uh, i have definitely have one now and we have 
absolutely this person has stayed home for seven years and so it's and if I recall correctly this person is also being hosed <laughs> yeah well because less uh, than less than most yeah right yeah, but but still it's definitely tough and the, the again the alimony laws changes did not help I want to say something else too this is just a, a you know just general reflection as we're thinking through these issues I do not want to be insensitive to the fact that by being the man in this day and age at least and, and having to go to work and having society expect that you will be the income earner and that if someone stays home it's going to be your wife that I'm sure is not the preference of some men. I'm sure some yeah. men wish that the roles were reversed sure. and mm -hmm. and don't feel like they have a choice, right? right. I mean, yep. women can choose to stay at home right. and nobody's gonna blink. Right. But if a man chooses to stay home with his children, we're not quite to that point yet. Mm -hmm. And so I, I understand that that's, in some ways, it's a freedom for women, right? right? And so, you know, women should appreciate that mm -hmm. um, I think for either case I remember when I stayed home it was you know you get you get so defined by your job and kind of the respect that comes with it and then you don't have that anymore right sure um, so the whole thing is fraught right right and whatever our issues are there they will come up and surface so I, I don't want to suggest that oh men have everything their yeah. way and they're just walking all over the women it's it's not correct to say that at all um, but what we're it's exactly like I said in the last episode I do think it's harder I mean some men really I think like oh I get a tax deduction well that's great because I really wanted to help anyway or I really felt strongly about uh, you know supporting post-divorce so right it's not just well it, yeah. it appeals that whole tax deduction appeals to all kinds of thinkers right if you've got kind of that the man with kind of the very logic linear thinking oh, he's yeah. going to be all over that tax yeah. deduction oh, yeah. right no, no doubt and we especially we we didn't talk much about collaborative but you know when collaborative came into being which you know we do a lot of um boy that was amazing because we hardly ever had alimony before right. collaborative i mean i don't think i did one case before collaborative i mean it came early in my career but still after because you do it by agreement but afterward I mean we could it was like very almost I was like almost every case has it because even if it's a small amount it's helpful and you just to, to also make the point that when you're in this business it's obvious but it may not be you know alimony can be it can mean many different things in Texas it can mean a small pittance for a short period of time <laughs> in other states I mean there are several other states yeah, Oregon states. New Mexico there are states Connecticut that, New York Connecticut they essentially they recognize that that it's a joint effort even when you've got one working parent but you've got a family there that's grown together that it's a joint effort yeah and they don't be aware they don't penalize they don't penalize they don't. Yeah, the and, and beware what they do is they really take care of both spouses and so they're gonna look at what was the standard of living for this family and some of them there's lifetime alimony yeah. others it is um, essentially the wife will keep going with has 10 years to try to earn a living that is equal to the standard of living carla i can't believe you did that <laughs> that is who's, who's calling horrible. you do we have to turn it off no no should we keep going? Yeah, keep going. You can turn it off real quick, though. Okay. A, we, can, we can pull okay. back to the curtain a little bit. Give it a break. Please hold. <laughs> oh, watch out for your microphone attached to you. I, I <laughs> thought I had turned it off, dang it. Who called me so I can yell at them? <laughs> oh, my husband, of course. 
<laughs> it happens. No it's worries. It's because he was hearing all those things you were saying about I know! <laughs> you she, guys are so close to the end of the show, too. You almost barely, missed it. She, oh. she definitely... <laughs> what do I do? ...has no problem ripping on. Oh, you guys only got a minute left, so if you want to go Oh, we do. Up. Wait a yeah. second. Wait a second. Um, are we wait, on I want to make sure I, that you're we... Gone. We're off or on? You're on. Ah! We're still on. You're oh. still on. Oh, but you're going to cut it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, cut it. Okay, I want to make sure I said anything, everything important, though. Did we? No, take your time and keep going. Well... I was just going to say, as you were talking about those different... Okay, so you're saying keep going? So you're yeah, keep going. going, and I will cut. Yeah, all right. So, um, you know, the the reason why this is a much diffi- much more difficult case in Texas, unlike, you know, Connecticut or Oregon or other states, um, because in those states, in this in Texas, it's much harder to get al- alimony from the court. Right. Right? So what's going to happen in Connecticut, where it's easier and goes for a longer period of time, well those guys are just going to have to pay and not get their deduction. In Texas, we're going to see less alimony, period. End Absolutely. Of so that's, the, that's why it's a particularly harsh law for our state because and the, the women people do, in our state. Yes, it is, because the women don't have much leverage, right? I mean, yeah. they can't say, this is what the court's going to do, right? And, and so, it's harder for them. I mean, you have to be, I mean, if you can make 15, 10 bucks an hour, essentially, you should be able to meet your minimum reasonable needs. Exactly. That's the problem. And that may and be a used far to, cry Yeah, from if you're used to living lived. on a half a million dollar, or, you know, I've seen two and three million dollar salaries, people coming in, or 150,000, whatever it is. You know, it's not the same thing as going back and getting a job that you had, like, before. You, you were know, ever married. You were, yeah, ever married, or you were a teenager, for And God's especially sake. if you have not saved money, yeah, right? right? If you have spent and spent. So, I think... We want to close by acknowledging that we're really, really worried yeah. about this on behalf of stay-at-home moms. And in Texas, where the laws are stingy to stay-at-home moms, there are fewer women who marry, and of those that marry, fewer of them choose to have kids. Are you saying that's in Texas? In Texas. In te- say that again. In Texas, there are fewer, a, a smaller percentage of women marry, and of wow. the ones that marry, a smaller percentage have children. And we wonder, Why? with this law, if That's even we are worse. going to exacerbate this trend away from child rearing. Yeah. Because yeah. at this point, is it a sound decision for a woman to stay home and not continue to maintain her place in the workforce? It's a good question. I it's, don't know that it is. Yeah. And is it also encouraging people who are in maybe even abusive marriages to stay? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they are not going to be able to live otherwise. Right. Any kind of reasonable semblance of what they're used to. Right. So what we want to say to all of you is please please educate yourself and think about these things. Um, if you have divorce on the horizon, talk to a financial advisor, Mm -hmm. have this person help you understand how things may play out for you. And if it's earlier in your marriage or you're not married yet, plant this seed here, people, Mm -hmm. that this is the way it is out there right now. And you need to plan accordingly. Of course, you do have until January 1st, 2019. So if you, I hate to say this, but if you got <laughs> if you got, if you got divorced this year, you could you could take advantage. You'd of have that. to really ram it through, but that'd be no, better you, than it'd you be could better ram it through. Yeah. Carla said she'll get it done for you. <laughs> so with that, 
we implore you to to be smart and make good decisions for yourselves and your families and we'll see you next time on Dallas Divorce Talk.